listen to Melanated Mom's podcast because she has something to say. Oh, yeah. I'm a melanated mom working hard as can be. I show up for my children while showing up for me. I'm a melanated, melanated, melanated mom. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast, where we raise creative, innovative, and independent thinkers, but in the process, we make sure to keep our visions, our dreams, and our goals, the things that God has called us to do at the forefront of everything that we do as moms. Good morning. It's morning for me. I have a slight bit of morning voice, but I'm finding that this is probably the best time for me to record anything. I did record something yesterday and all I could hear was bouncing basketballs in the background and my kids screaming. So that definitely was not going to work. So a few things before I jump into the episode. It's been about five minutes, five months, five minutes, not five minutes, five months since I last recorded something. So I'm back. (laughs) I'm back trying to push forward and pursuing my own purpose, my own dreams, the things that bring me the most joy in the midst of pandemic. I know how difficult that has been for so many people with all of our lives kind of meshing in different areas and in different ways. Finding the time to be solo has been very hard. So I let that stop me from recording. Well, I am determined to find a way around that. I do not have many episodes recorded yet which is going to make it a slight bit harder for me to keep up and do what I need to do and release stuff every other week. Um, I'm going bi-weekly now. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I am going to do my very best. And as I tell my kids, that's all I can ask you for. So I'm telling myself that same thing today. I'm giving myself the same grace. I'm going to try to do my best. So today... In this episode, I felt like it was a perfect one to come back with. Um, It's a solo episode, so I'm just going to give you a little bit of my thoughts. And we can always move this conversation over to IG because I think it is an important conversation to continue to have. So the title of this episode is Be Kind. Actually, kind is crossed out and it says Be Changed. So we do not want to stop at kindness, although kindness is great. Like, I hope your mama taught you something. I hope you are a kind person. Kindness is the minimum, though. Like, you know, Lauren Hill, respect is just a minimum. Kindness is just a minimum. Like, that that should be an eight in us. We should just have the desire to be kind to other people. But I think in life, we need to move past kindness towards change and without that then it's very difficult for us to like make true connection so um one of my favorite podcasts is shaping the shift podcast by thea monier if you not have not listened to her podcast yet you really should and um these thoughts a lot of these thoughts actually come from something that she posted very recently about being nice and kind. So being nice was compared more to, and um, I hope that I'm going to convey this the way that she conveyed it. Being nice is compared more to 
not really using your voice in a powerful way. So being nice is being walked over a little bit, like smiling at things that that are not necessarily appropriate or just letting people say and do what they want to do for the sake of keeping the peace. That was what nice was um, defined as. And so then being kind went a step further in places that you actually advocated for yourself. You actually stood up for, for what was right, but you still had a demeanor that was inviting. Okay. So I'm going one step past that. So not only having a demeanor that is inviting, not only standing up for yourself in certain situations, but you need to be changed as well. Like, where is the heart work? So I need to go here. So as far as we go with social injustice, as far as we go with racial equity, white people need to be changed. Because kind is not enough. I'm going to say that again. White people need to be changed because kind is not enough. I appreciate your kindness because my mama raised me right. She raised me to (laughs) say thank you. She raised me to be very polite to people who extend things out to me, but that's not enough for me. So that will, your kindness will keep us on a very basic level. It will always keep me being appreciative of the things that you do, but it will not move the needle in our friendship. It will not move the needle in the way that I feel that you have leaned into things that don't concern you or that you may not have dealt with or have gone through before. It doesn't move that. And before I like get deep, deep, deep into what I want to talk about, I also want to say And this is, again, something that I want to say to white people, mostly white women, because that's who I deal with more than anybody else. Stop saying sorry. What are you apologizing to me for? Because if there's not going to be true change, like to repent, to say sorry, sorry means to repent, right? So if you're going to repent for something, that means that you're going to go forward and you're not going to do that thing again. Well, you keep saying sorry for the same thing over and over, or I'm not really even sure that you know what you're saying sorry for. And then you keep exhibiting the same behavior. There's no change. And so that does not get us far. I think that we need to be a little bit more honest. We need to go a little bit deeper in these conversations about what actually needs to happen. So in this episode, I plan to give you three tangible ways that you can change, that you can go beyond kind and get to change. But before I do that, I would like to tell you a little story. So I am very passionate about volunteer work. I mean, to the point where I was like doing this drawing with my daughter yesterday, and it was supposed to be like, you're inventing, you know, the perfect holiday for you. And I was like, this stuff seems so underwhelming and so unfun to everybody else. But Volunteer work is super fun to me. Like I like it. I love to get involved in that way. I like to enact change. I'm not a person who will sit around and complain about things. I'm a person that will go and do the thing. I will offer my help. I will get in there. I will roll up my sleeves and I will enact change in whatever area it is that I feel like change needs to happen. So I sat on PTA board for my school for a long time because when I say long time, three years, three years is a long time because my kids are only in fourth and first grade. So, um, 
I sat for three years because like I said, I'm not one to complain. I'm one to try to bring whatever I have to the table. Well, this year, probably just a few weeks ago, actually, I just decided that I couldn't do it anymore. And I'm not a person to quit in the middle of things either. Like I'm not a quitter, like push it out, do what you have to do, make it work until the end and then say, okay, I'm not going to do it next year. Well, yeah, no. I, when I get into a volunteer space, I really consider the people that I do the work with to be part of my community, as should we all. And I think that's a lot of who we are as black people. Like we just thrive on community. If I'm in a space with you, then it's not only that I care about the volunteer work that we're doing, I also care about you as a person. So I care about how things affect you. When things become important to you, they become important to me as well. Well, when I started to see that the things and the things that are most important to me, like eradicating racism, about standing up and making sure that everybody is treated equally and equity is in every situation that we walk into, those things are super important to me. Well, when I see that, that's not important to you. So I could sit here for another five years and you're, that's not going to be important to you, even though your words tell me that you care about that. Even though California PTA, all they do is preach inclusive. Everything is about being inclusive. But when you get to the smaller units, it's not inclusive. It's come. Maybe it's nice to have someone who looks different because then we can say that we do have a variety of people on the PTA. And then we say, we want to change. And then we say, but we've always done it this way. Everything was, we've always done it this way. And you cannot really invite new ideas on board by saying that I've always done it this way and care for people at the heart of who they are. Like care for things that are important to other people and don't get stuck in your own little box of just caring about what's important to you. So when I found out that being on the board was extremely triggering for me, Like the day after I quit, I felt like I took 30 bricks off of my shoulder. (laughs) I felt like I like freed myself from so many different things. And to me, this is really sad. It's just extremely um, disheartening. There were people that came to me that said, sorry, but what are you sorry for? Like, or you're sad. Okay, so what are you sad about? And if you were sad, then how come you didn't stand on my side and say the things that needed to be said to the entire board instead of having me feel like I was standing alone. So that's what I mean when you have to do the work, like you have to do the hard work. It's more than being nice to me because that's never going to go far. And I don't want anybody to take, and let me go back and not say nice because we already talked about nice. It's more than being kind to me. I don't want anybody to take the fact that they've done something for me and think that I don't appreciate that because I do appreciate it, but it's not enough. Okay, so I'll say this, for example, baking me cookies or baking me something is so kind. I appreciate your kindness, but you could have very well saved your flour, your sugar, your chocolate chips, whatever you spent or whatever you did. And you could have sat down and read a chapter of a book for that hour that it took you. You could have put a podcast in your ear. You could have gone on any 
social media platform and learn something new because it's all around us at this time. You could have Googled. There's so many things that you could have done besides doing that, right? So I think that we need to make sure that we're spending the time in the right way. And when I say we, I don't mean me. I mean white people. I mean that black people have done the work. We have built the country. We have done the things. We have walked on eggshells. And I do not mean that we need to do anything else. I mean that you as a white person needs to enact change in your heart. (laughs) That's what I mean by we. So I actually don't mean we, I mean you. So I would like to leave you with three tangible ways to enact change, to move past kind. And excuse me, I've already said some of them, you know, as we were going along, but I'm going to go just a tad bit deeper. So one, Google is available to you. Last time I checked, Google isn't the only search engine as well. There are search engines. The internet is available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Most people have their phones on them and they pick up their phones more than 20 to 30 times a day. So in the midst of that, in a whole week, you could stand to research one thing. The internet is open. Use it for something other than what benefits you and research something. (laughs) Second, which is, this is so important to me, especially because of the season that I just came out of, don't be silent. I'm going to say it again. Do not be silent. Your silence is basically being in agreement with the thing that was said that was wrong. If you do not use your voice to speak out against something that is wrong, you are in agreement with it period, point blank. And also along with not being silent, do not come to me behind all of what's going on and tell me that you don't believe in that. So instead of doing it in front of everybody that said the things that you don't believe, you come behind and you say to me that you don't believe, which makes me believe that you do believe. Because why do you need to say this to me personally when you could say it in in front of everybody? So don't go behind and say, um, You don't believe um, that people should think this way in any situation um, for a person that is differently abled, for a person that is black, for a person that lives a different lifestyle than you live. Do not go behind and support them. Support them right in front of everybody else, just like the thing was said right in front of everybody else. No need to be silent. Your voice, nine times out of 10, is going to be heard more by people who look like you, then they will listen to me. So use your voice to enact change and to be different and to move past kind. The third thing that I would tell you that you need to do is listen to black people. If in fact, a black person tells you that they have a problem with something and they actually offer you the advice or the tip, listen to them. Listen to black people on boards, listen to black people in communities, listen to black people at schools, listen to black people at work. There's no better way to be educated on how a black person thinks, especially that black person that you're in community with, than to listen to their voice. And that is not a hard thing to do. If someone is going to tell you exactly what they need from you or exactly how they feel about something, then your ears should be open to that. Do not make excuses. Do not say, I am not a racist. Black people don't want to hear that you're not a racist. Do not say that, um, yeah, but I don't think like that. Don't make excuses for things. 
Listen to them wholeheartedly take in what they are saying to you. Don't shrink back from it. It may be uncomfortable. It may be something that you don't want to hear. Black people have been uncomfortable for a lot of years. So I think that is our turn to not be uncomfortable anymore. So listen to what they have to say and actually do the thing. Like if it's a doable thing, if it's something that you could take action on, take action on it. So those are the three tangible ways that I have that you can move from kind to change. And I hope that helps you. I actually hope that you put them into practice. I am Melanated Mom Podcast on IG. My DMs are open, like open, open. If you have a serious question that you wanted to ask me, I would give you my black opinion on that. And we can always communicate about that. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I'm so happy to be back with you. This was not meant to be a lecture, but this was meant for you to actually see what you can do to move to the next level in your relationships with people that don't look like you. I pray that you have a good day. I pray that if you are a black woman or a black man, that you share this with a white woman or white man. (laughs) I think that would be very helpful. And I hope to talk to you guys soon and take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you and I appreciate each and every listen. Let me share with you some ways that we can help the podcast reach others that it may help as well. First, you can share any direct episode with one of your friends by text message. Second way that you can help the podcast is to rate and review the podcast. The third way that you can help the podcast is to post to your social media. So go ahead and make a post over on IG or on Facebook when you hear something that you enjoy. I appreciate the listens and I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.